0: There and welcome back. Today, we're going to chat about selling in the DMs and how to sell in the DMs that doesn't leave you feeling icky or weird or embarrassed. We hear this a lot, right? I sold in the DMs. I sold this huge package in the DMs. I got my last line in the DMs. And I'm saying that kind of in a joking way, but the truth of it is you really can sell in the DMs. I think it is sensationalized and taken out of context and delivered as this like very easy thing. Just like Just hit someone up in the DMs and they're like, yes, I want to work with you. And the truth of it is there's more to it. But the other truth is that you absolutely can sell through the DMs. And I have actually made probably half of my income since I started by selling in the DMs. Okay. So it really is an important skill to learn. And if you are not using it, then you're probably missing out on sales. So, I want to teach you how to do this in a way that doesn't feel like, I guess, just icky is the right word, right? That weird, that like, oh, I don't want people to be annoyed at me. And I want to cut down on that annoyance from the other side. In fact, really, there shouldn't be any reason for the people on the other side of that invitation to be annoyed because we are going to do it in such a way where it feels natural, it feels authentic, it feels good. So we are going to get proactive. Now, before we really dive into the how, how do we actually do this? We need to cover a few basics. So number one, you must, you must, must, must establish the connection first. And this is a little nuance. There's some different little, there's some different angles we can look at this connection and, and to determine you know, how strong the connection is. But just as a generalization, you should never be landing in someone's request folders with a pitch ever, 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 ever. Number two, a conversion that comes from selling is rooted in trust. So if you don't have trust built with who you're selling to, it's not, it's not going to go well. So trust is key here. Number three, you need to have your offers back go back to a few episodes and listen to that episode because believing in what you are selling is paramount to this working. You really have to be rooted in what you are selling and be behind it hundred percent in order to sell directly this way. So those are those three things. Now, now that we've covered the basics. Let's dive a little bit deeper into the how, how do we actually do this? Now, contrary to belief, there is not a magic template out there that tells you exactly what to write or say that will make a conversion in the DMs. Now, your words matter, they really do, but it truly is all about that lead up. It's about what happens before you sell in the DMs that makes selling in the DMs successful. Everybody wants a shorter path from point A to point B, but listen, that in between point A and point B, that's where the magic happens. So that's what we're going to be talking about. So it's all in that lead up. First things first, you must have a connection with the person. So no like and trust needs to be established. Secondly, you have to have had a conversation or two with them about what they're struggling with, and you should know that your offer can help them. So those two things, we're going to break those down, that connection, how to get that know, like, and trust, how to establish that, and then how to create the conversation that opens them up. That makes that connection deeper. That helps them trust you more, where they can see you as the solution or your offer as a solution to the problem. So we're going to break those two things down. So number one, a connection with the person. So you need to have the no like and trust established. I'm not going to go too deep into that because I think most of you know what that means. It's a fundamental thing. It's a fundamental thing for a reason. And we can build no like and trust through our, our content. We can create a business model where we don't have to sell in the DMs at all, and we let our content do the work. So I think it's important for me to say that because you don't have to sell in the DMs in order to convert clients. You can let your content do the selling and allow people to come to you and create it, make it easy for them to push a button and buy, right? Like that's absolutely fine. And a lot of people do it that way. And that's what they're comfortable with. I do both. But if you want to sell in the DMs, you have to interact with them in the DMs prior to pitching them. So it's not about Susie watching your stories every day and you bouncing into her DMS after a month and being like, Hey, I see you've been watching my stories. I have a great offer for you er, Back backup. No, in that scenario, you would let Susie come to you and buy when she is ready or whatever. But if you do not have a DM connection with Susie, you should not be selling to Susie. I want you to own how you want to sell. Cause this is, this is just and honestly, this isn't even in my notes right now. I'm just kind of like riffing here but it's important for you to own how you want to sell your stuff. I know that I am incorporating both for now. A lot of my offers people will come into naturally and I attract them through different ways and they push the buy button and I don't have a conversation with them. And the other half, I talk with them in the DMs and pitch them in the DMs and that's how they come to work with me. I think both are working for me right now. Eventually, I will probably you know, create a model where like, that's not necessary. And as my audience grows, that's going to become less and less necessary. As my visibility expands over the years, that will become less and less necessary. But right now it supports me and my goals. So it is important for you to kind of own what you want and how you want your business to look. And if right now you are like, I want to be making more money than I am. And I'm not attracting the clients into like, I'm not, they're not converting easily um, and they're not pushing the buy button, then you need to implement some of this. Let's regroup here and go back to that connection, that DM connection. So we are taking it a bit further with some interaction in the DMs. And this is going to allow us to eventually pitch in the DMs and to have this history of connection. Now that connection can be biz talk, life talk, whatever. But again, you cannot sell in the DMs without the DM connection established. Next, next, because it, it goes a little bit further than just the chit chat of like, oh, your dog's so cute, or how old is your kid? Or like, you know, the 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 chit chat stuff, which is good, which is great. That does build the know, that does build the trust and the like factor, but it's not all that's there because you can't DM Susie after a month of chit chatting about your kids and be like, hey, I have this great offer for you. That is going to feel weird to both parties. It's going to feel weird to you. It's going to feel awkward to her. And that's where the ick comes in. So, what is needed here is some sort of conversation with them about their business and what they're struggling with or what they desire. And then you need to know that your offer can help them with this conversation about. Business, you should be pinpointing that you can help them because you shouldn't be pitching anybody that you don't know that you can help, like a hundred percent know that you can help them. That's another reason why pitching feels icky when you are just blanket throwing out there that like you can you can serve them without knowing enough about their struggles or their desires. And we can really only know that through that deeper connection and that more business focused conversation. Now, what I'm not talking about here is you starting the conversation by being like, hi, I just started following you. I love your content. And I was just wondering, what are you struggling in your business today? How can I serve you today? What is it that I can help you with? I'm a X, Y, and Z strategist. And I'd love to ask you a few questions about your business. Please stop. That's disgusting maybe it's a little harsh. I like, after I said disgusting, I started laughing, but honestly, that was just like, it literally flowed out of my mouth because I hate it. I hate it so much. I can sniff out a conversation starter like that in a second. And I think I'm a pretty smart person, but I think you're dealing with also other people that can smell the same BS from a mile away. So this is, this is not how you start a conversation. This is not how you, you know, slide into someone's DMs and get them to convert. Absolutely not. Please don't do it this way. Like seriously, I have in my notes, ew, <laughs> in big letters, ew, because it is, it's ew, it's yucky. Don't do it that way. So let me teach you how to do it and in a way that feels good for everybody. So this is where people get stuck because they're like, how do I create this conversation without pestering people with questions and getting them to you know, confess their deepest, darkest struggles? And we do this through our content. Okay, so this is where our content comes back into play because we have to have it. We can sell through it skip the DM part altogether. But if you want both, if you want to sell through your content and you want to sell in the DMs, you still have to... Incorporate both, even if you are incorporating both selling techniques. The secret here is to create content that supports what you want to sell. It incorporates the topics around it, the pain points around it, the desires around it. You teach you teach around that topic. And then we create a conversation by making it interactive. I'm going to explain here. We want to create content that opens up a conversation in the DMs that allows us to go deeper. And here's how we do this. And I'm going to tell you how to do this with an example of something I did a couple weeks ago. So a few weeks ago, I did a story on messaging, how to lead your messaging Back to the money. We talked about, I did an educational/slash conversational story about how your ideal client needs to know how you're going to give them an ROI. Now, I did a podcast about this, one or two podcast back. So go back and listen to that. It's a really, really good one, but it was educational. It was thought provoking. And it was perfect for my ideal client who I know struggles with this because they get really lost in the minutia of, you know, you know, all the details of their offer and they really forget to bring it back to the money. So I invited my audience after I shared, you know, the knowledge to drop their offer or their specialty in a question box sticker on IG stories. In my last story, I said, Hey, look, I would love to help you come up with messaging that really points to the money, to the ROI, to the transformation. If you drop it there, I will respond and I will give you like my unfiltered opinion of the type of messaging that I would use that would point it back to the money. Now, I didn't know that this was going to blow up, but it did. That's exciting. So I got about 20 people respond. I mean, give or take, and most of them I could really pinpoint as an ideal client for one of my signature offers, Grow Business Marketing Academy. And then I was able to go deeper by giving them customized coaching answers and help them out, give them a quick win, help them really view me as that authority when it comes to selling and messaging. And I was building connection at the same time because we're having conversations. This is what I'm talking about. I know what I wanted to sell, Grow Business and Marketing Academy. I created content that supports the offer, and then I made it interactive. I invited them into the conversation with me, and then I created a space where I could hit on their pain points and give them a solution. And in that, we were able to have a conversation. Now, I could have also done this through polls I could have just put at the end of my story, hey, look, DM me if you've got questions about this, different things, right? Anything that kind of invites them to tell me something, something that prompts a answer to a question, something that is, that it's deep enough that I can go into their DMs. I think an example for like where this may not be appropriate is if you create a post And maybe the call to action is something a little bit more vague and it's not like, Hey, DM me the word marketing. If you want to learn more about how you can market, you know, through your stories, I'll give you some free customized coaching, blah, blah, blah. But that's like a very direct invitation. And obviously that's going to lead to a conversation that kind of kind of gives you permission to jump into their DMs. But if it's a, if it's a less Straightforward call to action, that's going to feel weird for you to just start a conversation. All right. So I hope you understand what I'm saying here. Discretion is needed, some self awareness is needed, and some like gut feeling is needed with a lot of this stuff. Okay. And I can't always, I can't teach people, but you could teach yourself that by just, again, listening to your gut, trying not to force things. But the example that I gave you is an invitation. It is an invitation because if somebody says, here it is. Here's what I'm offering. In my case, here's what I'm offering. Here's my specialty. How do I point it back to the money? That is an invitation for me to have a conversation with them. Okay. So you think about this as you are creating your content and think, is this strong enough to create a conversation from, and will this allow me to help them? Will this position me as an authority as I help them? Will this deepen my connection with my ideal client? If the answer is yes, then go for it. Once they take it a step further and they respond to your question, it gives you that permission and you start to build that connection. And then what comes next after diving deeper into the solution and having that conversation is taking it a step further into a sales conversation or hang out for this because That's a big one. We nurture more because you don't want to go into a sales conversation too fast. We need to be really cognizant of where we are in the relationship with them. This is where, again, you need to use discretion. Because if you were in a conversation like this with someone who you've been connected with for a while, and this is not your first conversation like this, like you've been in and out of their DMs for a couple different times talking with them about their business stuff, it might be appropriate for you to say like, Hey, listen, Susie. I know we've had a conversation similar to this before. I really would love to go deeper with this with you. And I, I have the an offer and I know it's perfect for you. And I know I can help you. Are you interested in having a conversation about this? That may be appropriate and that doesn't feel icky and that's not weird at all. It's not. But on the flip side, if you know this person just started following you and they're like taking to your stuff and they're soaking it up and they, they answer the question or answer a poll or whatever... And it's like your first, or maybe even your second interaction, maybe even your third interaction. You would be wise to wait. You would be wise to wait unless they're giving a very clear indication that they are ready for it. Get discretion, Again, discretion. You really have to pay attention to the cues sometimes. And if you are not sure, then wait. If you are not like, this feels good, then it probably isn't the right time. Now, as I'm saying that, I'm like, oh man, this is going to give people the excuse to never do it because selling can be a little bit nerve wracking in DMs. And so any kind of discomfort that they're feeling because they've never done it before could result in like, oh, I don't feel it doesn't feel right. So I'm just not going to do it. Okay. So I want you to differentiate between like gut feeling this person is not ready for the pitch yet. And I want to keep building, not. Oh my gosh, I feel uncomfortable. Try to separate the two. This is important. Like that's really important. The amount of time is less important than the concentration of the connection. So it's not about saying, I've been in a conversation with Susie for 60 days and I think it's time that I can pitch her. It's not really about that. It's about the type of connection that you've had within those 60 days. And the 60 days is like an arbitrary number. It's not really a real number because you could create a strong connection, strong trust and authority in three weeks and it'd be wildly appropriate. Or you could have a three month, six month connection with somebody and it still not be appropriate. So it's the concentration and the deepness of that connection. That is what is going to that is that is the difference between you know a non conversion Or a conversion. So, not every sale in the DMs is going to flow flawlessly from conversation to pitch. This is how I think that it gets misconstrued, if you will, in this space. It's like, I can teach you the perfect way to lead up to a sales conversation. And that's not really what it's about. I mean, I think it's a beautiful thing when it can go from you kind of helping them and listening to their struggles and like giving them a little, a few bites here and there and, and giving them some wins and then being like, Hey, I'd love to take it with you further. And that conversion happened that way. I mean, that's a beautiful thing, but really more often than not, it doesn't happen that way how it normally happens is these little interactions. I shouldn't say little, but like these, these interactions, these connections where you are chatting with them about their business and business stuff. And you are building, slowly building that connection. And when it's, when you're ready, you are reaching out with an invitation. Or I should say, when they are ready, you are reaching out with an invitation to come into an offer. Now, sometimes that's a few weeks or months later. It really just depends. And this is where that personal invitation pitching comes in. And this is where after you feel like I can help them, the connection's strong, this person trusts me, I really want to help them. Because that's key too, right? We're not just doing this to do it. I mean, we're we're business owners, so we're here to make money, but I want you to be connected to your offer, and I want you to be connected with your mission. And so when when all of that stuff kind of combines, you have a really good sense of like, this person is good for the offer, I have a spot open, and I'm ready to invite them. And this is where you reach out and say something like, "Hey, we talked a couple of weeks ago or we talked, a few, like, you know, we talked yesterday, whatever it was about your desire to do X, Y, and Z. And I wanted to reach out because I have a spot open for X offer. And you know, based on that conversation, I really feel like I can help you hit that goal. And maybe you're giving a few little details and you're just saying, you know, if you're interested. I'd love to open up a conversation about it. And you could even say, but no pressure. Like I, I'm, I truly just, I really want to help you. Let me know if you want to chat about this. That doesn't feel icky to the person that has a connection with you. And it won't feel icky if you have proven that you actually care about their success. And the key to making this invitation really successful is again, knowing the offer is perfect for them. Number two We don't want to wait too long in between interactions. So if your last conversation was like six months ago where they expressed to you their desire to do X, Y, and Z, you need to reignite that flame first. And then number three, you should not come from a place of need rather from a place of desire to help. So that convert that, that conversion will be successful or you have a better chance of that conversion being successful because I'm a, I'm a realist here, right? Not every perfect scenario is going to end up in a perfect conversion because we can't control every aspect, but it's knowing that your offer is perfect for them, really wanting to help them, making sure that connection is fresh and coming from this place of like, I don't need this sale. I don't need it. I want it. but I don't need it. And I really want to help them. I'm going to keep it casual. I'm keep it short, like really breezy, baby. Like really, really breezy. This should not be like this tense thing where you were reading from a script. And we don't, we don't blab on and on. That's another like key thing here. And I don't have this in my notes, but I want to mention it because whenever we are pitching, it's an ask, right? No matter how, how we spin it, we are asking someone for something. We are asking for the sale. And so, what you shouldn't do is send them like six voice notes. We don't want to over explain why we think they're great for the offer or that our offer can help them. Like, we've already established all of that. We can mention it, but like, we're not being like, and I know this offer would be good for you because of step one, this and step two, this and step no. Like, we want to keep it short because we don't want to take up too much of their time. There's time to expand because most likely, if it's the right time and it's the right client and the stars are aligned, they're going to say like, yeah, maybe let's, let's chat about this, but I have some questions X, Y, Z, then you can kind of go deeper. Right. But on the onset here, we are, you know, one voice note. And I I prefer voice notes for invitations. Sometimes I will start it with a quick note saying like, Hey, I have a quick question to ask you, or, Hey, I want to run something by you. And then I leave a note. Just so they're not like, what the heck am I walking into here? And then one to two voice notes, I would say really max, unless you have a different type of connection with this person that, you know, like if it's a past client or something like that, where you feel like more explanation is needed, or it's a little bit of a deeper conversation, but in general, one or two voice notes, keep it short. And then you let them come back with like, yes, I'm interested. Yes. I'm interested in hearing more. And that's where you can send them the links and the discovery link, you know, send them the sales page and go a little bit deeper with them if they have those questions. Also, personal invitations are great for past clients or anyone that has expressed interest in working with you before. So it's generally safe to invite those two types of people without that conversation lead up that's super fresh. Unless of course you've like ignored them for the past year. And you literally are just, it's almost turned into like this cold pitch because you've had almost no interaction. But if you've kind of kept tabs on those past clients and you, you, you know, you chit chat with them in the DMs here and there, or you email them once in a while or someone that's expressed interest in working with you, you've done a good job of keeping them warm and chatting with them here and there, then I would say that's a really great, they're a really great candidate for a invitation. And I like that word invitation. And sometimes I use that, right? Like I'm inviting you into an offer that I feel like you'd be a really good fit for. And depending on who it is, like I will let them know I'm only reaching out to a few people. And I, I never ever say that like blowing smoke. Truly. When I am setting up personal invitations, I have a very short list of the people that I, number one, want to work with. And number two, I know I can help them. When it comes from that place, I can say, and they can feel the authenticity that like truly, this is an invitation. She wants to work with me. And it can be a really great way for a potential client to feel, I don't, I don't know what the right word is. Maybe it is special or chosen and not in a way where like, you're trying to manipulate them into feeling super special. So they say yes to you. Like, that's not what I'm talking about, but I've been personally invited to things and felt really, really great about it because the connection was there. And I have invited people to high level offers and they have expressed to me that they really appreciated the invitation because there wasn't any of this weird, like ick because I wasn't pressuring them. Like I truly was coming from a place of like, if this is a good time for you, I would love to have you. And if not, that's okay. Hey, like, like my relationship with you or my, you know, how I, how I view it has nothing to do with whether you say yes or no. It's like almost independent from that. And when you can present it that way, it can feel really good. And for the record, this works for coaches, mentors, consultants, done for you, service providers, specialist agency owner, it doesn't really matter. Like if the connection is there the room for direct selling in the DMs can work. And when I say DMs, I'm you know, I'm referring to Instagram mostly because that is what I use, but of course you can use this method on LinkedIn or Facebook or TikTok, right? Any of those that have that interact interactive feel to them. Now, really quickly, let's recap. So DMs Selling the DMs does not have to feel icky or weird when you follow these steps in a very natural and authentic way. And when I say natural and authentic, I mean, you're not just going to go through the motions. You care about your mission. You care about your ideal client. You really want to see your ideal client succeed. And you really freaking love your offer. And you think that your ideal client is exponentially better off with the offer than without it. That is when you can come from a natural and authentic place when you do it that way, you will get more conversions and you'll have way more success selling in the DMs. I promise you, you're not going to be left with this like, oh, I got to go take a shower. This feels icky because I know, I know that a lot of you are out there worried about people are going to think if you do this and you really can drop that worry if you do it the right way. Now, before we go, understand this is a piece of the puzzle. Because along with this strategy, we also need that strong online storefront, right? That's where you show up. Your, your social media, your website. You need to have messaging across all platforms that is, you know, on point, speaks directly to the ideal client, positions you as an authority, all of that stuff. And you need to be putting out that good. Content consistently, that content that speaks to their desires, speaks to their pain points, supports your offers. All of that is helping you. All of that is helping you support this selling in the DMs. And we need to remember to bring in new leads all the time because as our audience grows, sometimes it gets more diluted. So don't mistake, you know, your numbers going up for more ideal clients come in, coming in. A lot of times that's more diluted. So we have to just consistently stay visible. And look at all pieces of our business, right? It's not just this one thing like, okay, I know how to sell in the DMs now, I'm, I'm set. Nope, there's lots of other pieces of the puzzle here. But when you implement all the other pieces of the puzzle, this strategy will work really good. And this is what I teach in Grow Business and Marketing Academy, okay? So this is, this is where I help you build a scalable business where we put all the pieces of the puzzle together. And when we do that, we can deploy these type of marketing strategies and they're easier and they're more effective. And in turn, you can grow and make money without working more. That's the goal of Grow Business and Marketing Academy. Teaching you how to work less and make more money through that scalable business model and doing it in a way that feels good. Like, I want you to feel good growing your business and talking to people and selling. And I want you to be excited about it. Like that's, that's the sweet spot, man. Like, I don't want you to feel like your business is a burden and you have to do it. Like I I want you to just be like, oh, I love this. I love helping people. I love my business. I love what I offer. And it's not like every single day you're jumping out of bed, like excited to work, but in general, you really enjoy, you really enjoy what you teach and you really enjoy what you do for clients. You really enjoy the client, like the ideal client that you've pinpointed. You enjoy it. I'd love to have you inside of Grow Business and Marketing Academy. If you're like, yeah, I need to button up all these puzzle pieces because I want to be able to deploy these marketing strategies and know that I'm doing it in a way that feels good and authentic. And again, it's not just about the selling. We cover so many different aspects. I take you through a seven-part framework that really breaks down each section of your business and we systematically kind of work through. And when we do that, again, you come out with a business that's set up to scale and for you to make more money and work less. So check out the show notes if you want to check out the sales page. And then don't forget to message me or DM me on IG or email me if you have any questions at all. I'm open book. You know, I want you to feel aligned with any kind of investment that you make. So I am here to answer your questions and answer them in a way that doesn't make you feel pressured just like this podcast episode today. I will see you in the next episode. Have a great week. Catch you later. Thank you for listening to the Six Figure Shift podcast. Make sure to follow me on Instagram for more business and marketing advice and jump into the Six Figure Shift Facebook community to join trainings, special events, and networking opportunities. If something in the show resonated with you today, I'd love to hear from you. Shoot me a DM or share your biggest takeaway by sharing it to your IG stories and don't forget to tag me. If you have a minute, I'd appreciate it if you would rate, review, and subscribe as this really helps out the show. Thank you so much. I'll see you in the next episode.